Hi, this is David Yaz at the Boston Podcast Network, hoping you are staying safe and healthy during this period of precaution over the coronavirus. It's difficult to connect with your clients and contacts in a period such as this, but here we continue to produce podcasts that allow you to connect with the people that you want to reach. You've got a rapt audience like never before. People are home, they're listening, and they're waiting to hear from you. We can create a professional podcast with a quick turnaround and do the whole thing remotely so you don't have to leave your home. Get in touch with us at pod617.com. From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our f***ing city. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to the Boston Podcast. My name is Dave. Thank you for listening. This is the show where we bring you the stories of our city through the voices of our city. And uh, so this pandemic thing sucks. I'm just going to say it. It sucks. And it, it sucks a little more. It's the king of suckitude. It's the suckiest of all sucky things. And yet, yet... Every day, we have examples of people doing cool things that come out of this. And I think you're going to hear a story today, which will interest you when I introduced my guests, the founders of 195 Essential. It is Jason and Lena Harris. They're a father and daughter team, and they are here. They're here in the virtual studio. 195 Essential or... 195 essential. It's got to be 195 essential, right? Yeah, 195. 195 essential. However you want to say it. <laughs> However you want to say it, as long as people go to your website and, and right. work with you and, and buy your cool T-shirts. So the mission of 195 essential, which, by the way, can be find, found at 195essential.com. There's a little heart over the I in essential, but don't try typing that in people. You're just going to confuse yourselves. Just go to 195 essential and the mission. And yes, I am reading people to find the good in the worst possible crisis by supporting and highlighting the ideals, people and organizations that are essential to our community, country and lives. So how did this work? Lena, did you talk your dad into this or was it the other way around? Well, it was a little bit of both. Uh, I think we were both feeling, um, that there was a lot going on and at times we were feeling a little overwhelmed and a bit helpless and we saw all these people stepping up for their communities and being deemed essential workers and we kind of collectively thought about how we could help support these people raise awareness um and overall just help our community get through this, this pandemic. Right. So you are a sophomore at Barnard. Do I have that right? No. Yes. Oh, sophomore. You are. Okay. Yeah. I finished my sophomore year. Okay. So I see what happened here. You were, you were, um, you know, you have to go home to Brookline with, uh, and there you are with your dad and you're getting really bored because you should Mm -hmm. be doing something fun. And so you talked him into this. No, but but kidding aside, so she comes. So she comes to you, Jason, and you say, "What great idea?" Or I don't know, or what? Yeah. uh, So she came to me uh, probably after being home for about three weeks, and uh, she got out really in March. And uh, again, a little bored. We have two uh, other other children, two boys. So she's home with her 
her brothers rather than being in New York uh, with all her best friends. So, uh, and she came to me and said, Hey, you know, there's some programs and some things that I'd wonder if you would be willing to support or give money to. And I've always said, Alina is like, we certainly can, uh, when we need to and, and want to, we can give, uh, money to certain causes and we do a lot of that, but, but what if we started something that could be a little bit more, uh, longer uh, standing, uh, maybe raise more funds, uh, if we could create something that people would buy and then use the proceeds to, uh, to uh, funnel to some of these other causes. So that's kind of how it came out. So it's a primarily clothing and apparel. So you go to the website and you buy the cool t-shirts and what else? Lena, tell me about that. Yeah. So right now we have uh, a few versions. I think I believe there's four versions of t-shirts um, we have one that says essential that has the definition of essential. And then we have various uh, professions represented. We have nurses, physicians, and teachers. Um, and so right now, um, we are collaborating with Nutre Meals. Mm-hmm. Um, and so every shirt that you buy, buys a meal for hospital workers at the moment in the greater Boston area. Nice. I forgot to ask the most obvious question. What's what's one nine five? Yeah, so um, we were kind of thinking about this because we knew that there we wanted to center it around the idea of essential and the word essential, but um, there's already a brand called Essentials. So we thought, like, what is something that has come out of this this global pandemic? Like, it it is it is brought to the attention of the entire world. And it seems like a lot of people are collaborating from all over. Um, And so we looked it up and there are 195 countries in the world. And we thought that would be a great way to symbolize kind of how we're all in this together. Mm -hmm. Every time I hear we're all in this together, I think of the song from High School Musical. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) That's the natural response. I'll have to call that up and play it a little bit later, but it's a little, ho- yeah. it's a little hokey, but um, I, yeah, Lena, that, that might've been around your generation when you were um, younger. Absolutely. You probably saw many, that a few times. Many episodes. Yes. All my, all my three children would uh, sing to those, to those videos and those songs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've, <laughs> I've yeah. Uh, s- my kids are 17 and 21. So they were, they were, they, they caught that right about the, the right time as well. Anyway, enough about High School Musical for the moment. Anyway, um, so you go. You, so the the goal is to tell me a little bit more about the Nutre. So Nutre, by the way, N U T R E accent ague. I think I don't know what the kind of the accent is. You know the accent that goes on top of the e. People, you know what that means. But um, yeah. <laughs> Nutre meals. And um, by the way, their website is go Nutre go N U T R E. Dot com. Tell me a little bit more about, about how that works. Yeah, so uh, actually uh, through this uh, gentleman, Dom Amenta, who is a great uh, firm, uh, DPA. I met him a, uh, a couple of years ago through another person. And so when we started this, you know, I know a lot about a lot of things in business, but I don't know a lot about PR and stuff. So we reached out, I had Lena reach out to a variety of different people that have expertise Dom pointed us in the direction of Nutre. He said they're already feeding nurses. They they have a meal plan uh, that you can buy as a you know regular person, but they're they've used some of their resources to uh, start providing meals. So we reached out to them and said, hey, if uh, 
for every shirt we are able to sell, we'll don't, you know, we'll give basically enough money to buy a meal that you can serve uh, to the nurses that you're doing. And it's been great so far. I think we've probably uh, up to about 200 meals that we've provided. And that's really just the start. I, I think that as, as this pandemic in, uh, continues to go forward, in the immediate, it's, it's servicing and helping all of those, uh, those sort of first responders, frontline workers, hospitals, uh, and such. I think longer term, it's going to be some of the economic stuff that we're going to see people really suffering from. So we're going to try to be facile and, and adapt and plan for ways to help a, a wide variety of different uh, uh, constituents and people in the community. Lena, what is your, what's your major at Barnard, if I may ask? Yeah, um, I'm a political economics major uh, and a Spanish minor. Okay. Um, yeah, this, yeah. This, 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 that's, so it, it sounds like it's kind of up your alley, but, but was, uh, is the apparel thing something that you've, you've uh, always had an affinity for or was this just kind of the natural way to you know, wear the badge of honor that you support um, the essential workers? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. Um, definitely not something I thought of myself getting into. Um, I've always been passionate about social justice, and that's um, what brought me to my major of political economics and thinking about um, social change from an economic standpoint. Um, but I have been talking to some people who are already established in the, the apparel business. Um, really, they just mentioned that t-shirts you know people don't necessarily wear t-shirts like they wear other clothing garments like it is really a way to um show off a brand um and so in thinking about that we just thought that it was kind of the best way to get a message out there um and then also a way that we could generate more revenue so that we can think about helping so many more organizations than we are now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, definitely didn't think I would get into it, but uh, it's been great. And I think t-shirts are the, the easiest part of the, the uh, are sort of a retail um, uh, clothing apparel. It's a, it's a good starting point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's hard to start off with something much bigger than that. Everybody loves a t-shirt. And if you, if you, if you need proof, Anytime you go to a sporting event, remember when we used to go to sporting events? So anytime, the, the guy with the t-shirt gun or the gal with the t-shirt gun is always the most popular person in the bit. People will kill for a t-shirt who I don't, I'm not sure why, but, but, but yours are, yours are cool. Um, they're spiffy. I, I want to be able to properly describe them, but monochrome, I think fair to say, right. Mm -hmm. And you've got, um, um, you know, various fits, some for women, some for men, um, and I take it you hope to, you know, see these popping up. I mean, when you, when you, Lena, when you buy one of these things, are you kind of, are you buying it because it's cool or you're buying be because you support the cause or maybe a little of both? Yeah. I mean, that's really up to the, up to the buyer. I think part of it is, you know, we do want it to look appealing because some people will just buy it for the graphic. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that because they're also then feeding a nurse, but um, you know, we, we do hope that people do listen to our message and appreciate our message and wear that t-shirt with pride, knowing that they are contributing in a positive way to, um, you know, helping support 
people through this. Yeah. So, um, Jason, let me ask you this. You guys are in Brookline, but um, right up the road from you yesterday, there was some ugliness, right? I mean, I'm sure yep. you saw the footage of the riots and stuff like this. Um, what you guys are doing is 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 a small part to raise spirits of people, I guess, show some some pride. I take it. Uh, tell me if, how you reacted to that stuff last night. And I don't know, maybe that inspired you even more. Yeah. I mean, it was funny because I had a debate with both of my children. Uh, it's very, very tricky times. I, my, my youngest son wanted to go out and go down and, and then Lena uh, wanted to uh, go out to the, the, uh, the event that, at night. So as a parent, you know, I'm like, hey, I've, I've watched on TV and it's burning cars and all these other bad things that are happening. That's very scary. Not to mention we're in the middle of COVID. So we've been uh, quarantining these children for three for almost three months now, yeah, yeah. like, oh yeah, go down to a crowd of, uh, of eighteen uh, hundred people that are not necessarily uh, necessarily observing the the best rules of social distancing. Right. So, but but as far as a cause overall, especially as a, as a black person uh, in the United States, it, it's yeah, it's important that uh, they get involved. I think more and more there, you know, this is shaping a large part of their lives. Like, I think these kids are going to grow up and talk about COVID and in this uh, pandemic for, for many, many years to come, but, you know, being safe, being smart, not missing the message. Like I, I feel like there, I feel like some of the frustration that you saw across the country is this idea of being pent up so much. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it just helps uh, get to a flashpoint much sooner. So uh, I, I, I recognize and respect my children's uh, need to protest and, and be out there and, and represent. Mm -hmm. uh, but I also realize this is a very different time to do that and they need to be safe and, and smart about it. Yeah. It's kind of like the best of times, the worst of times. I mean, it, it's, or maybe it is just the worst of times. I'm not sure. But, but, but I, <laughs> but I thought of that too, when I would see the footage of, of some of the stuff going on, it, it, it sadly is sort of the perfect storm in that everyone's been pent up. And so, you know, inevitably, you know, it's certainly possible to have a completely nonviolent protest, but man, people are, People are pissed and, you know, um, who knows how these things get started, but we're seeing it all across the country, of course. So, Lena, what what do you what are your highest hopes for this thing? Do you hope 195 Essential will continue long past the, the pandemic or what? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, like we part of what we've been doing is thinking long term, thinking six months into the future. Um and I think for a lot of people, like, this is definitely a defining moment. This is um, a point in history that people are going to remember for a long time. Um, and we can choose to, you know, be frustrated about it. And, you know, it is awful. So many people have died. Um, and so many people don't have adequate access to um, health care and their you know, medicine that, that they need. Um, and at the same time, I think we're learning a lot um, as people in a global society, in a national society. And, and people, I think, are more connected than, than ever in a way, in, a, in an ironic way. Mm. Um, and so what we definitely hope to do is less focus on necessarily you know in the future of this pandemic but like thinking about what are ways that we can just 
make everyone essential. Like that, that's our ultimate goal. Like everyone is essential to society. There are so many people that, that we took for granted that we never thought twice about like people who bag our groceries, for example, who are really like putting their lines, their lives on the line for us right now. Um, so what is a way that we can take everything that's happening and then make a better society out of it that really celebrates everyone? Yeah, Jason, you just, by my guess, you're a lot closer to my generation um, than Lena is. Um, I'm old, so there you go. But um, how, how does this, I, I'm curious, I want to hear from both of you just because I've got the, the father and, and daughter team here about how this ranks in terms of events in our lives. Because Jason, I don't know about you, but I've been telling kids, remember this because, I mean, not only is it, unprecedented in your lifetime it's like unprecedented in our lifetime and that that word has become a cliche but it but it really is true have you have you thought about that jason can you tell me about that first and then yeah that's a great that's a really great uh question and we have talked about that uh as a family and you know i remember um uh you know uh 9-11 was a pretty thing changed the way we fly changed the way we we travel and we the way we think about a lot of things and that was pretty huge but uh yeah it, the 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 absolute depth and breadth of this crisis uh has been uh like nothing i've you know, ever experienced i'm 51 uh that's how so, old i am hey you and me man we're 50 it, we're 51 brothers yeah right, there you go yeah. uh so it, it really is something that we are kind of going through uh, for the first time. And obviously going through something like this with children, it sort of doubles up your, uh, your concerns. It doubles up your uh, sense of, um, uh, you know, worry. Uh, you know, my cho- I have two children with asthma, so I'm like, how scared should I be? Yeah. You know? But I want to see them go in March and, 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 and get, enjoy the life uh, and all the good and bad and see it up front. But then I'm like, hey, why don't we just stay home for another two months and not – do anything. And I think that the other thing that's interesting, the internet and all that has changed so much from when we were young, mm-hmm. uh, that they've been able to, like, we've been able to do most of this all zoom meetings and, and conversations and phones and online and be able to start a business and have a business that's purely online. So in a way you said, you know, best of times and worst of times, it's, it's, it's all of that coming together. And uh, I talk a lot about to my kids over time, um, you know, in these moments, it, there, there are opportunities to look in the mirror and say, who do you want to be in that moment and what do you want to come out of it? And so as a similar to you as a parent, uh, I, I don't know if you've experienced this, but your kids are about the same age as mine. And uh, you go from like, when your kids are about, uh, you know, from the first born to maybe they're 12, maybe 15 if you're lucky. They think you're smart and strong and they listen to you and they think you're wonderful. And then all of a sudden something happens and you just become this guy. They're like... <laughs> Oh, you don't know anything about that. Uh, you know, Lena, my, my beautiful daughter from yeah. time to time would say to me like, Oh dad, you don't know what you're talking about. Or you, you know, you, yeah. you don't know what it's like to be black in America. I'm like, Oh, geez. All right. <laughs> right. So, yeah. uh, so you hit, you hit that point. So I see this as an opportunity in some ways as a father to, to, you know, cause I have a passion for business and she's had a passion for social justice. So we have a chance to bring that together and do something that we feel is fun. And if, if nothing more comes out of it, then we get to spend some quality time together. Yep. And she thinks I'm smart again for at least a couple hours. <laughs> ah, I'm good. I'm good. We'll be good. It it is true. They turn into people overnight, not just not just little <laughs> not just little fun playthings. And they they start. Yeah, it was just a few years ago. My my son would would start asking me questions about 
uh, actually about civil rights, just because he was taking a class in high school. And I said to myself, and he was asking me questions that I didn't necessarily have good answers for. And I was like, wow, you're a person now. Okay, that's good. I guess I guess that's good. But um, yeah, that's right. So yeah, Lena, tell me, has it um, has it made you reflective? Um, Do you do you appreciate young lady what this means in the course of history? (laughs) Now, tell me what you think. Yeah. um, I mean, it's so funny because I think that for my generation, um, you know, I was born in 2000. So much has happened within our lifetime, but, you know, obviously 9-11 happened when I was so young. So I don't really know what the world was like before that. Um, but I definitely think that people, I don't know, I feel, I actually, I went to the protest last night um, and I was there pretty late. And I have to say the media is definitely skewing it a lot. Like it was very peaceful for hours. Mm-hmm. Um but it, you could feel like an, an energy in the air. I think that this culmination of the pandemic and quarantining, wearing masks, I, I don't know if it's so, for me, that is just a really weird thing, not being able to see people smile when you pass them by. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely feel like people, this is a turning point. People are realizing that, this is a moment in time and we are can decide to do something good with that um, and really change the way that we function as a society um, or not. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you're right. I think you said it well. I, I think of the, I sort of humorously have been thinking about the movie Groundhog Day where, you know, Bill Murray re- relives the same day over and over again. But he, you know, at first he, it just like sort of, we are now. And he, and like us, I think he got very frustrated in the early going and, you know, tried to drive himself off a cliff. He went so crazy. And then at one point he said to himself, well, if I've got this day, why don't I do something with it? And that's, yeah. that's, I think what a lot of us are going through, right? Like, you know, you're, you're sitting alone at, not alone at home, but you're, you're, you're mostly sitting at home wondering, what am I going to do with this time? And it's great that it hit you guys like, Hey, we can actually do this, which is, which is fantastic. Once again, it's one nine five essential clothing and apparel, a lot of cool stuff on there. So go to one nine five essential.com and know that you're supporting a good cause for these uh, essential folks that really need it. So no, we've, with the words unprecedented and essential, they're having great years, even if we aren't. Those words have made uh, <laughs> such inroads. Um, we're going to play a quick round of good stuff where all of us will recommend something good to get you through the remaining part of this pandemic, however long it may last. Before we do that, I want to take just one minute to tell you about we, we, what we do here at pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. Would you like your own podcast? Is now a good time to start one? Well, yes. You're Bill Murray reliving Groundhog Day over and over again. Why don't you do something? Starting a podcast might be a cool thing to do. We can send you out a USB microphone, a quality one, not one of those crappy ones, so you can get started right away. We record everything remotely. We've been doing it remotely for a long time now, so we're pretty good at it. Pod 617com is where you go to get started. And by the way, if you would like to be a guest on this show, no charge, no fee, no strings attached. Ask Jason and Lena. Not a, not a dime did I get out of them. <laughs> not even a free t-shirt. I'm going to pay for my t-shirt at 195essential.com because, <laughs> because um, I want to make sure it goes to a good cost. At any rate, email me at david at pod617.com if you want to be a guest on this show. And we will hook it up. By the way, I might have added a plural there that I shouldn't have. It's 195essential.com. Right, guys? 
Yep. yep. Yeah. Okay. It. All right. Let's play a round of good stuff. Oh, that's the good stuff. So as is our tradition here on the show, Jason and Lena have had about uh, maybe 11 minutes to prepare for this segment, so cut them some slack. Um, but um, I guess, Jason, we'll, we'll start with you. Can you recommend something to our listeners, anything, something good that's kind of raised your spirits and kept you going recently? Absolutely. I would say uh, uh, Ron's Ice Cream, which Ooh. is in Dedham, and there's another one, I think, in Hyde Park. And they created this uh, – They used a little bit of ingenuity and they created a system uh, where you just call up or you go online and you order what you want and they put it in a freezer right by the door and you just show up and you pull it out of the thing and you go sit in your car or you take it home. Uh, but ice cream has helped us get through this. <laughs> this I pandemic. love it. I love so Ron's, it. And Ron's bowling, ice cream. Think, okay. Yeah. Ron's ice cream in uh, Hyde Park has a bowling alley as well, but We've been going there since the kids are kid, uh, since they're very young, and we and my wife I think was in mourning when she thought that they were going to be closed during oh. this pandemic. Well, <laughs> that's figured it. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Hey, Dedham is like ten minutes from where I am right now, and I love my ice cream. But I've been like putting on yeah. the, I've been like putting on the mask and schlepping into Walmart to get Ben and Jerry's. Nothing against you, Ben and Jerry's, <laughs> but I think I might try Ron's ice cream. That sounds great. How about you, Lena? Yeah, um, I think. Another great thing that we've been doing as a family, it kind of goes hand in hand. We, um, we've been exploring a lot of Massachusetts mm -hmm. um, and going out into Western Mass. Obviously, we're based, you know, in Boston. But, uh, yeah, we've been exploring a lot of these great parks. Um, Purgatory Chasm. I've heard of this, but I've never been. Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. So we went there for the first time just like giant boulders and rocks everywhere and you can tell that the glaciers made it like really just really cool um so that was and then you, we usually get ice cream after so <laughs> that's, that's been a great thing that we've been doing some excursions around massachusetts this great state we live in cool Look at what a great father and uh, daughter team they are. You, you combining the the state park with the the ice cream. What a day! Yeah, that is in Sutton, Mass, and um, you can Google that Purgatory Chasm. I may do that, Lena. That's a that's a great call. Yeah. Uh, um, so, and uh, I don't know if the irony was lost on you. You realize here we are stuck, not knowing when this is going to end, and you're going to a place called Purgatory Chasm. So, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, a little bit of dark humor there. Well, once again, it's one nine five essential. Uh, congrats to both of you guys. I think this is fantastic and such a great, such a great um, project. And not only a way to make use of time and spend time for you guys, but a great cause and a great company. So, everybody, check it out because. We're all in this together. See if you recognize the song, guys. <laughs> Gotta listen to a little bit of it. Many, many hours of that. At the <laughs> Didn't everyone sing this together at the protest uh, last night, Lena? Maybe not. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I wasn't where they, they must have played it. <laughs> there you go. Somebody, somebody must have been singing. Yeah. Anyway, I hope you guys had fun. And um, 
Thank you for joining us on the Boston Podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcast. And I'll say briefly, once again, go to pod617.com if you want your own podcast. And email me if you want to be on this show. It's david at pod617.com. On behalf of Jason and Lena, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Enjoy the day, everybody. <laughs> We're all this together. Oh.